You're listening to Starting Out Podcast, hosted by Ruji. My full name is Rahina, for those of you that don't know me. And I want to thank you for tuning in today. And I'm really excited because I'm doing this. I've been sitting on this podcast idea since last year, 2019. And I mean, it's been months and months of just me thinking of whether it was the right thing to do, whether it was something I can really commit to, whether it was even a good idea to begin with, would people want to listen to it? And one day I just, I decided to pull the trigger and it was because a a dear friend of mine um, reached out to me and told me that he was starting a new project. And I, you know, he was one of the people I wanted to interview in the first place. And I was just like, you know what? this is it. This is the time to do it. I can start with him and then maybe something cool would happen from it. But ultimately, ultimately, I'm really doing this for myself. And this is something that has been an interest of mine for a few years now. I used to have a different podcast and that one was really fun for me to do at the time. And I feel like now it's just time to grow and and do something else on my own. And I think this is really what has piqued my interest. If you're tuning in, it is most likely because you want to learn along with me about what it takes to do your own business, what it takes to be an entrepreneur, and what it takes for you to get started, right? That's what I want to know because I want to do my own thing. And maybe this podcast is the first step. Um, I'm not sure that this is what I want to do forever, but it's definitely something that is a good hobby to have. And it's a great platform for me to to really enter into and, and get to know other people with similar interests and that interest being business. I want to use this episode to introduce myself, um, share a little bit extra about me for those of you that don't know me for those of you that do follow me and are just you know acquaintances or friends of friends and you want to get to know me a little bit more I think it's important for me to share why I even wanted to do this podcast so I'm Cuban I I was born in Cuba with my family and we moved here back in 1998 and when I say we I'm referring to me my mom and my stepfather Now, the story of how we got here is, I think, really endearing. Not a lot of people know the story, and I actually didn't know it myself until my mid-20s, like like three years back, if I'm being honest. So I kind of want to share that with you guys, (laughs) just to get the ball rolling, and um, it gives you a little bit more perspective on me and, and what inspires me. So I feel like if I share these stories, it I I will start making more sense to people. And then we can be friends. Why not? So we're all trying to learn from each other, right? So that's the whole point of this podcast for me is to inspire one another. So I want to take you back to 1998. I was born in 1991. 1998 was the year that we moved here. Somewhere in between that time, my mom and my stepfather met and they started dating. Now, I was already born when they started dating and my mom at the time was a single mom and my stepfather liked my mom enough and they were together for a few years until they were not. However, during this time, Cuba had this thing called the visa lottery and this was very popular and not everyone qualified for and not everyone got the visa. But um, 
my mom decided it was a good idea to apply for my stepfather. And my stepfather didn't know. My stepfather didn't really want to leave Cuba because my stepfather is one of 11 children. And his mother was still alive at the time. And, you know, she was sick and he was helping take care of them. And his father was there. So he was just one of so many kids. He wasn't really trying to abandon that, you know, and leave and and try to go anywhere. But my mom, knowing their relationship and knowing his life, decided that maybe that's what he needed to do because maybe he can do better for his family by going off into America and working harder and then sending back money, sending back supplies, all of these little things that in Cuba they don't really have. Because if you don't, if you're not Cuban, you wouldn't know that or maybe you would, or maybe you wouldn't, but Cuba is a third world country. You know, it is a communist country, but there are other communist countries that don't really live like third world, but they are, you know, in Cuba. Cuba is a very poor country. So a lot of people, when they leave Cuba, they're leaving with the purpose of sending back. My stepdad had no idea that my mom went and applied for a visa lottery on his behalf while they were together. Then they broke up. And the visa lottery isn't one of those things that you just enter into a contest and you find out in like three weeks or a month. It can take up to a year or or longer. And after they had broken up, my stepfather gets the letter saying that he has been approved and gets a date letting him know that he is going to leave Cuba, that he can now go to America. And by the time that that happened, his mother had already passed away. And so he thought it would be a good idea to go and try to do better for his family, like my mom had had told him. So when he found out about the letter, he suggested to her that they get married and that they would come to Cuba. Sorry, <laughs> that they would come to America with with me. Um, and my mom didn't really know what to say because even though she was a single mom, I still have a dad and he still has rights to me. So she wanted to make sure that he would say yes. Because at the time, my mom and my and my actual dad, they were trying to reconcile and, you know, and be together again. And it was a non and off relationship. But that's a long story. It's a more personal detailed story. And I should write a book about that one. But ultimately, my father agreed to let me come to America with my mother and my stepdad. At the time, not my stepdad, but he is now, so that's my stepdad. And together, we left. And it's funny because I don't have a lot of childhood memories, so I don't really recall the exact day. I don't recall what I was wearing. I don't recall, you know, how I was feeling. I don't remember anything because I was six. And it wasn't until a few years ago that I found out that I <laughs> I was told that we were going to a different city in Cuba and we were just going to come back. You know, we were leaving for a little bit, but I was going to come back. It wasn't a big deal. So my whole family went to the airport with me and I, I think I remember like smiling and waving to people and, and just feeling excited because I was going to go to a different city and I had no idea. But... <laughs> 
I wasn't going to a new city. I was going to a different country and I was never coming back. Not really. I would come back to visit later on in the future, but I wasn't really ever coming back to stay. And I had no idea at the time. But either way, it didn't affect me because I, I wasn't under that notion. Fast forward to 1998, um, we, we left and I came to the airport with my parents and a few months later, my parents just decided to stay together. Why not, right? And they're now married. They've been married now for, over, for 22 years. We have a bigger family now. I have a brother, I have a sister and I mean, it's been awesome. But when they came here to this country, they did what most Cuban people who come from Cuba to America do, which is try to find a job anywhere they can and try to get by. Because whatever certifications they had in Cuba, that's null and void now. Whatever education they had in Cuba, that's null and void now. Now, my stepfather, he was a farmer, I believe, more than anything. Um, He grew crops. He you know, took care of the land that his family owned because, again, he was one of 11, so there was a big land. Um, And he knew how to do a lot of physical labor, not so much um, anything like doctor or professor, nothing like that, more of just, like, physical labor. And he is so good at what he does, and he's, like, the most amazing work ethic. I cannot talk enough about his work ethic. That guy... This man has woken up at 5 a.m. in the morning every single day. There came a time where he had two jobs and there came a time where my mom had three. And they, I mean, they've gone through it and it's awesome. And well, it's not awesome that they've gone through it, but it's awesome that they have gone through it and they, they're still making it work to this day. Not knowing a lick of English, not knowing anything about this country not really having all that many friends or family they had some contacts my my uncle on my mom's behalf was there and he took us in for like the first year and then later on we were able or they were able to save enough money and then we moved into our own little apartment and my mom going back to my mom what she did she was a nurse in cuba she went to school she got educated she learned everything that she needed to know in order to become a nurse and when she got here she started working at the factory she worked at the factory that my stepdad works at right now at the time they worked together and obviously she didn't like that but also she got pregnant at some point so she couldn't work there anymore Um, physical labor for a pregnant lady was not the right call and she worked at the cafeteria once in little havana and we lived in Little Havana for a little while. I actually went to Shenandoah Elementary. If you, if any of you are from Little Havana or in Miami, you might be familiar with that. So I, w- I went to elementary um, school in Shenandoah, Shenandoah Elementary up until third grade. And then we moved to North Cuba. Others know it. <laughs> Others know it as Hialeah. So we've been in Hialeah ever since. And I love it. I don't care. Come for me at me if you must but Hialeah is where it's at (laughs) I actually I don't mind it it's just full of old Cubans and if you know you know but um my mom has had several jobs and when we moved to Hialeah she met um this woman who needed a medical assistant and she just needed a woman 
that knew how to take blood and take temperatures and understood how to do that job. And she didn't, she wasn't interested in my mom speaking to her patients or anything like that. So she told my mom, you know, I don't need you to know English. I just need you to know how to do your job. Like, are you, do you have the education? Do you have the certificate? So my mom went and she got everything that she needed to get with my help. And she did it. And she's been a medical assistant for the last like 20 years or for the last no 20 years is too much maybe 17 18 years and my stepfather's still at the factory and he's still he's at with this paper company and he's still there but none of neither of them ever truly embodied the american dream that we all are advertised right i don't think they ever knew any better they just knew that they had to stay afloat they knew that they had to make money and they knew that they had to do better by their family now what that meant for my dad or for my stepdad is to send back money to send back supplies meaning clothing food my stepdad would send back supplies as they needed it and as he could afford for it my mother what that meant for my mom my mother though was to bring her family over here i don't know the difference i don't know the story there of why you know my mom brought her family and my stepdad didn't i think it was just age a lot of his siblings um were already older all of their family was there it it's it's hard to be able to claim all of your family members a lot of people don't like change and a lot of people just want to stay where they're at right so that's not the case for my maternal side of the family so my mom's side of the family they're all here now all of that to say that they're still hourly workers you know and when i when i was young and it was time for me to choose where i wanted to go to school to high school i opted for a high school that was vocational Meaning that when I went to that high school, at the end of my course, my high school course, I'm not only graduating with a diploma, but I'm graduating with certificates that could help me find a job straight out of high school if I really wanted to, or at least have something in my back pocket that could help me when I graduate college, because now I, I know a little bit extra. So I went to Miami Lakes Tech. Um, other people know it as Miami Lakes Educational Center. Go Jaguars. But I went into the Entrepreneurship Academy and I really wanted to do finance, but I was late <laughs> to the game because everybody and their mom wanted to do the finance strand. And so I ended up in the international marketing, international business and marketing. And the reason I'm, I'm bringing all of this up and the reason I'm talking about my high school is because I was in the entrepreneurship academy. It was engraved in my brain. I basically was educated to know that I would not be... I didn't have to be tied to a nine to five job. I, if I did it right, and if they did their jobs right, that school would set me up so that I could own and run any business in the future. Obviously, I would need more education if I wanted it, like going to college and all this stuff, but it wouldn't be impossible to just have a really good idea, talk to the right people, and make it my own. And maybe it's because of that that I've just had it in my brain that I was not destined for a nine to five job I needed to do something creative I needed to be fun I needed it to be my own even if it meant that I had to work for someone for a little while 
because my parents came here and they were working nine to five and they were working for other people and they were doing things that they didn't love or enjoy, but it paid the bills, but it wouldn't be a happy home because they weren't happy. I, I just wanted more and I still want more, you know, cause I'm still working nine to five and I'm still working for other people, but I don't want to stay there. I want to create and I have ideas and I have drive and I have all of, all of these things that I want to do including this podcast, including talking to other people who have done it, who aren't just starting out, but who had got started and they're still in it and they're doing it. And I feel like in order for me to do what I want to do, I have to ask questions and I have to talk to people and I have to learn from them. And it's gonna, it's gonna help. And if it's gonna help me, why wouldn't it help you? So now we're here we're doing this. I'm doing this. I'm so pumped. I'm genuinely excited because when it came to this podcast, I just, after months and months of just thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking and and seeing like, okay, well, that's stupid. Like, what if I do this podcast and like, then nobody wants to be on it. And you know, like, what if I do this podcast and like, it's a total flop and my voice sounds stupid and I have no good stories to tell and I can't interview people or the people that I interview, they don't really know how to do anything. Like, I had all of these things that I kept making excuses for. And one day I said, you know what? It's now or never. I'm going to do it. My friend reached out to me. He wants he wants us to do an interview. He has projects coming up. And it was kind of like the deciding factor for me. And he's actually going to be here on the next episode. And I have such a good lineup for you guys. I am so pumped. I really am. And I'm inspired. I think I think that's what I've been yearning for. Not so much aspiring for, hoping for, or waiting for. I've been yearning to be inspired, you know, especially during these times. This year sucks. <laughs> this year has been so challenging on so many levels for so many people. And so to feel this type of inspiration, to feel this type of drive after just having this impasse that I've been feeling for since like, the month since September of last year when I, when I was thinking about doing this podcast I have just been kind of rejuvenated and I'm I'm pumped I have a great lineup like I said I have an entrepreneur who's a dancer creator artist he's going to be on the show next week I have another interview that I have lined up for an event planning if you like event planning if you like dancing if you like books and publishing if you like um seo and digital marketing i have i have plans i have people that will help you find out how you can get started my goal for this is to try to get people to come on and chat not only about their life and how they started out but to give you insight on what it's really like because planning a business is tough and hard and challenging and so 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 rewarding from everything that i've seen right i think you watch shark tank long enough and you're just like i can do that i can pitch to mark cuban he can be my shark and okay fine that's just my dream i get it uh okay anywho going back to the subject i digress a lot i think i don't know if i don't know if i'll edit this podcast enough for you guys to miss just how add i am but I really am. I digress. And I think that's going to probably help. (laughs) 
I do have a good lineup so far and I hope that it only improves and that and that is my ultimate goal is to inspire anyone who tunes into my podcast, anyone who listens to what I have to say or to what my guests have to say and then walks away feeling like like they can also accomplish their dreams and finally just get started. So if you feel like you're on the same wavelength that I am, feel free to subscribe. <laughs> I have a lot more coming. So feel free to subscribe. Leave me a review if you like this episode or you can wait. You can wait until you hear my interviews and then leave me a five-star review. Much appreciated. Love your support. And then feel free to follow me on Instagram because that's where that's where all the magic happens. That's where I start connecting with people. The social network starts there. I want to hear from you guys on social media and I want you to go there and tag people that you know are starting their own business. Tag people on there that you know have their own business and maybe they would benefit by sharing their story. I am trying to grow an audience that has like minds. So follow me on Instagram at startingoutcast all together starting outcast and i hope i hope you like the podcast i hope i do a good job and thank you again for tuning in <laughs>